You're listening to the Westminster Canterbury Tales podcast, creating community to foster joy and well-being. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Westminster Canterbury Leadership Podcast. Today, we're talking to Brenda Rosecrans, who works in our HR department here at Westminster. Brenda, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. We're really excited to have you. Um, So we're going to jump right in with an icebreaker. Um, I've got a really good icebreaker question, which is just, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given about your job? Gosh, uh, about my job in particular, I had a mentor who told me once when I um, stressed out about people who were losing their jobs because something um, you know had happened, not behavioral, but you know just something had happened that their job couldn't be there. I asked him, when would I ever stop worrying that about that and being sad about it? And he said, the day you do, you need to leave human resources. <laughs> It's different when he, he said wow. it's different when somebody's basically gotten rid of their self because they're not doing the right thing. But if there's ever anything that happens, um, you know, that isn't their fault, then that's okay for you to feel sad about it. And that's one reason I'm glad to be a part of Westminster Canterbury because we don't do layoffs and things like that. Yeah. So it fits better. Not having emotion behind it would kind of be a scary HR person. Right. (laughs) I don't think I want to work with that. So let's jump into your background and a a recap of your career here. Okay, great. Well, um, I mean, I don't know how far back you want to go, but I actually became interested in human resources when I was in college. I was uh, initially going to be a teacher and I did a um, summer job in a human resources office and changed my major to business with a concentration in human resources. Came out, started, did a brief time in um, a bank and then I went straight into healthcare human resources after that and have really remained on the healthcare side of things and human resources all here in the Hampton Roads area. I've worked for uh, really all the major health systems and then I really had a dream of coming to Westminster Canterbury. Um, I grew up in this area and I thought this would be a great place to be. So throughout my career I really started as like a recruiter, mm-hmm. grew into an HR generalist, um, became a director over several areas, including uh, recruitment, Mm -hmm. uh, and then found that my passion really was overall HR and especially employee relations and making sure that we had a great workplace for people. How long have you been working at Westminster? I've been here three and a half years. And what is your job title exactly? Uh, Senior Director of Human Resources. So I serve on the executive team as the HR person. Awesome. So what inspired you to lead? What inspired you to be in human resources? So what inspired me, I think, to lead and be in human resources is that really the core of any organization, the core of any company are the people that work there. Mm -hmm. And I knew that being in human resources, I could be a big part of creating a culture where people were happy to come to work and also happy because they were held accountable for doing a great job. And I think especially on the um, human services and healthcare side, uh, you want to make sure that people are the right people in their jobs Mm because they're taking care of others. Of course. Uh, You know, we're blessed here at Westminster Canterbury to be taking care of people at such a wonderful time of their lives. And we want to make sure that we have the right people doing the right thing. Yeah. What I like so much about WC um, and something I've learned since I've been here is if you don't fit in one department, we're just, we're not going to boot you out the door. Let's see if there's a better fit around the community that you're personality and your qualities would shine in better. Um, That's what happened to me. I moved from hospice to programs is it's just a better fit for me. Yes. And uh, that's what I like about us is we give future opportunities to help you grow and learn what you really want to be and not just 
kick your boot to the ground right. and you know, or identify forward. somebody who has some great aspects about them that they can do something else. And I think I have a prime example of that and that we have a really good HR talent acquisition specialist mm-hmm. who worked in the transportation department. And some people might think, oh, that's crazy. Why would you pick somebody without human resources? But we knew she lived the values and that she had the right work ethic to be in human resources and moved her over there. And that's working really well. Yeah, she seems to be thriving over there. Um, Um, So what are you doing at WC to be a difference maker and continuing to make a difference in the residents' lives as well as the team members' lives? Um, I think what I do is I continually strive to make WC a great place to work, a better place to work. If we're the best place to work, we're going to get team members who are the best, Mm -hmm. which then transfers over to our residents and our patients getting the best possible care that they can from the best people. So always looking for, you know, are there benefits? that we can offer people? Are there uh, activities that we do with We Are WC to make people feel really happy about coming to work? Are there team building um, possibilities that we have? Training. I know you went through some training yesterday Mm -hmm. where we did the predictive index and you're doing those things to know that we're continually investing in our top performers, in our team members to make sure they want to stay at Westminster Canterbury. Um, You know, I've always had kind of a philosophy that we probably all would rather win the lottery and be doing something Absolutely. else. And uh, <laughs> I know for me, that would be, I like to hike and stuff. So I'm like, you know, I'd like to be vacation, hiking, touring, but I've, I've come into work. And if you're going to come to work, you need to be happy coming mm-hmm. to work. We're all going to have a couple of things that happen if uh, that make it, you know, not fun on occasion, because if not, it'd be called fun, not work. <laughs> uh, but we, um, you know, 98% of the time, you should be so happy to come in. And mm-hmm. that's what I want for our team members. What's your favorite part? about working at Westminster? What's what's something that you get to do every day that you're like, man, I look forward to um, this? I think that it's interesting because I don't know that it's really part of the human resources part, but mm-hmm. I love about Westminster that we interact so much with the residents mm-hmm. and that we have teams that the residents uh, participate on with us, like even when we're doing budgeting and you've got input from our residents. I think that's my favorite part is having that full circle of our team members and our residents involved in things. That just makes me really, really happy. Yeah, especially because we're here to make the residents' lives better. So it's nice to pull their input. And what do you think would make your your life better? Right. How do you think we could best serve you in this community? So what have you learned in the past that has made you the leader that you are today? I think one of the um, biggest things I've learned, and I talked a little about it when I was talking about our talent acquisition specialist. I think the one of the biggest things that I've learned is that there are certain skills that are required for jobs, sometimes certain certifications or license. But the biggest thing is to find the person who lives your values, who um, has the work ethic, all those things that you need and, and to train them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to keep those people growing. So to make sure that we continue to let people grow and learn so that they're not just at a job, they have a career and are happy to be here. And can see a future. Yes. Uh, knowing that the Bay Tower is coming up within the five years, within the next five years presents an opportunity for growth for lots of team members. Right. And I think that's really exciting for a lot of us. Yeah. Like, where can know, our position go later? Right. The values that you hold are real and your behaviors are at your core. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hide it for a little while and be different, but really that's who you are. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, when you get the people who have those right core values and behaviors and work ethic, they're going to be able to get the skills to move us to the right place. And if we have a lot of those people, we'll continue to grow. Okay. So 
where do you see yourself in the next three to five um, years? <laughs> actually, I see myself still here at Westminster Canterbury. Hopefully um, in the Bay Tower. Yes, that would be fun <laughs> to be in the Bay Tower with a Bay View. Um, I see myself continuing to lead human resources because at my heart, I am a human resources person and I am a leader. So I would like to, in three to five years, look and see that we as a human resource team have added so much value to Westminster Canterbury that people are in line to come work here mm -hmm. and that people stay when they get here because we've created along with our leadership team such a culture that people just can't resist us we're a magnet to pulling them in I mean we've already got you know look around we've got some mm -hmm. great things going on already we make that better and we can get more and more people yeah I love working I think it's so much fun to work here and it's such a great environment it's very positive and supportive and encouraging and I think that every employee looks for that and uh so I'm gonna go off script a little bit and uh would you say that you see yourself as more of someone who has a heart to lead or a heart to serve gosh it's hard to say one or the other I think it's both and uh, because like I said I've always been really on the healthcare side mm -hmm. and I'll say you know we serve others so I think it's a combination but I also want to lead people mm -hmm. to serve others so I okay. want to be the person who really leads them in that direction so that again they're not just seeing it as a job but they're seeing it as a place that we really make and a job that we make a difference in people's lives when you can make a difference in people's lives that's such a reward okay uh, I like that answer. That's really good. Great combination. I, I knew that was going to be a hard one. <laughs> so what do you do in your off time to relax? So um, in my off time to relax, I, I don't know how relaxing it is, but I have a very large family. I have three sons who are all married. I have two grandchildren. They all live near me. So I spend a lot of time with my family. I like to cook for the family. I like to have them over. I also really like to be outside. Um, I grew up here in Virginia Beach being on the beach is my happy spot I was so glad when the sun finally came out this weekend uh, get out and get some sun get that vitamin d going and then also um, I have a lot of friends in the area so mm -hmm. doing things with them and um, going out on the boat I really love nature though I like to go out and hike okay. um, so I like to go out like to the mountains and hike I just love that connection with nature um, I when I say that, though, I'm not one of those people who's going to stay in a tent overnight. I'm going to I'm going to hike all day long, and then I'm going to go to the hotel. We're going to hike, uh, and then we're going to glamp. Yes, <laughs> but um, I do love that connection with nature and the beauty in the national parks, and okay. also just traveling. I just took my first international trip, and I, that might be my new passion for Where'd relaxing. Where'd you go? How was uh, it? Went to Italy, and that was absolutely wonderful. Um, the People in Italy were great, mm -hmm. uh, very, very friendly. The history is just amazing, mm -hmm. um, the art. And, of course, we have to mention the food and the wine. Absolutely. Which was uh, really, really good. <laughs> you can't leave out the wine or spaghetti. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say um, your favorite part about being a leader at WC is? I think my favorite part about being a leader at WC is that we all work together. We're not siloed. I've mm -hmm. been in organizations where people are like, oh, it's HR's job to do this. It's finance job to do that. We work together for the good of our community, for the good of our team members, for the good of our residents. And we'll step out of the, uh, out of the box to mm -hmm. help with some of those things. And I love that about Westminster Canterbury. Okay. Wildly, if you could have any any job in the whole world that's not resources, human resources, what would you be? 
I probably, I mentioned earlier, I was going to be a teacher. I think it might be a teacher. Okay. I think that um, they just make such a big difference in children's lives yeah. and can shape the future. So I think I'd probably want to be an, a teacher. Wow. Maybe at the one. elementary uh, school level. Okay. I feel like it's just as impactful as what you do now. It's just, I feel like one, you work with adults and one, you mm-hmm. work with kids. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, what are some of the best practices to being successful as a leader in human resources? Um, I think the best practices to be successful let me see well one thing is you have to know all the laws and all that but that's not really the fun part (laughs) I think one thing that's really uh, important to be successful is to be approachable some people are sometimes scared of human resources absolutely right and we don't (laughs) want people to be scared we're here because our team members are here Mm -hmm. if they weren't here we wouldn't have a job um, and we want people to feel like they can come um come and you know meet with us see us if they're having issues so that we can help them through that and especially one of the most rewarding things to me is being able to coach someone mm-hmm. and then you end up coaching them up instead of out so they actually listen to the advice mm-hmm. uh, they make improvements and they end up in a better place I think that's so rewarding uh, being in human resources and seeing people grow you know people that maybe came into the organization at one level and they move into a leadership level or you know maybe from a um working in housekeeping now they're a nurse Mm -hmm. and having um, that contact with them to help guide their career for where they want to be okay do you have any um, guiding principles for getting to leadership Um, I think guiding principles for getting to leadership are to gosh to hold people accountable Mm -hmm. but to do it in the right way so you don't humiliate people don't be ugly to people hold them accountable let them own their results and make sure you also own the results I think that's a guiding principle and I think a guiding principle for leadership too, one, the biggest one for me, is that if you're going to expect a certain culture or you're going to expect people to live the values and the mission, you have to do that. Okay. You can't tell someone to do something that you're not willing to do or not able to do. So I think people who are in leadership positions uh, really shape the culture of an organization. And I think that by living the values and the mission and doing the right things, uh, we have the opportunity to do that. And that's a privilege. Okay. Well, Brenda, those are all the questions I have for you in this leadership podcast. And um, we're excited to have you as a part of this. And we're hoping that this podcast will give resources to the next level of leaders that come in. And even um, just to our residents and to our other staff members that can hear how exactly our leaders and executives within WC guide us, how they make us successful, how they can encourage each of us employees to reach that leadership level. So we're really appreciative of you being here today and sharing your wisdom with us. And that's all I have for today. So thank you so much, Brenda. Great. Well, thank you for having me. And I'm real excited to hear this podcast. All right. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Westminster Canterbury Tales podcast. Thank you for listening. 